Welcome back to Open Source News. I am your host. My name is James, aka Black Conservative Patriot. Let's start off with some good news for religious freedom and for nonsense, or I should say for beating the nonsense that is the deep state and the alphabet agencies and the weaponization of the DOJ and FBI against normal, everyday, decent citizens, especially those of us who are not down with the woke agenda of the currently installed regime and all of her minions. And then talking about the case of our brother, Catholic pro-life activist and sidewalk counselor and father of seven, Mark Houck. Houck's case has drawn national attention given the circumstances of his arrest last September. In an early morning raid at his home, federal agents took Houck into custody nearly a year after he and Planned Parenthood volunteer Bruce Love got into a physical altercation outside of a Philadelphia abortion clinic. Houck's attorney, Peter Breen, says his client was targeted for his pro-life advocacy. <laughs> I think it's pretty obvious that this was squarely an attack on pro-life Christians. A year later, a essentially a small case, local case, gets prosecuted by the DOJ and he gets swatted by the FBI. It's pretty obvious that there is an agenda behind this. Part of the Justice Department's indictment alleges Houck attempted to, quote, injure, intimidate, and interfere with the Planned Parenthood volunteer because they were providing reproductive services. The DOJ calls it a violation of the Freedom of Access to Clinic Entrances, or FACE Act. Well, actually, the truth is, truth be told, that in fact what was going on is this. He was defending himself against said injury, intimidation, and interference from someone that was assaulting his young son who was with him. Hauk, a Catholic sidewalk counselor, maintains he was protecting his son from a verbal assault from the volunteer. So last week we got news right before we went to the weekend that the jury was deadlocked. Uh, let me read here what the previous news was. The jury was deadlocked and was set to reconvene Monday in the case of pro-life activists facing 11 years in prison for allegedly pushing an abortion clinic volunteer. Well, we have uh, the update to that news. Uh, Mark Houck was found not guilty on Monday on federal assault charges stemming from the sh shoving incident outside the Philadelphia abortion clinic. Uh, this is absolutely great. Supporters of the Catholic Father of Seven cried and hugged one another after the verdict was read in U.S. District Court in Philadelphia. Following his acquittal, Hauk told reporters outside the uh, courthouse that it's a relief, adding he feels overjoyed and blessed. We couldn't have done it without faith, he said. It's, I mean, this is the biggest criminal case in the pro-life movement uh, in my memory. I'm just uh, so grateful for the, uh, the men that he surrounded me. Thomas Moore Society, the best lawyer in the city of Philadelphia, my family. I'm, I'm George Bailey today. This has been a long trial. I mean, do you think we ever should have been here in the first place? This case uh, has been an intimidation tactic by the Biden Department of Justice. It uh, may be worth it for the new Congress to look into this as yet another weaponization of the Department of Justice against we the people. Mark, 
uh, was totally innocent of these uh, these charges. Uh, this matter uh, is one that uh, never should have gotten the attention of the Department of Justice. Our hope here is that a message was sent to Washington, D.C. to stop this harassment of sidewalk counselors who are just trying to provide alternatives to those who are uh, facing an abortion decision. Uh, and I hope, again, this will be one of those uh, points where uh, a change is made. And so no one else will have to suffer the, uh, the same way that Mark and his family have had to suffer. We'll take that win against the anti-Christian, anti-freedom of speech, anti-alternative Department of Justice of Merrick Garland and all the other minions and haters of the Joe Biden administration. Speaking of the Joe Biden administration and courts, I was going to show this over the weekend and I didn't put it in the last episode, so I've got to put it in now. Call this a little bit of comic relief but sadness at the same time. Last year, Joe Biden put forward a name to be on the courts. And Biden's nominee didn't go through. And since we're in a new Senate in 2023, he tried again. This happened right before the weekend at the Senate Judiciary Committee hearing when Senator John Kennedy asked President Biden's nominee to be U.S. District Judge for the Eastern District of Washington, two very simple questions. Simple questions, at least for a judge who is going to be a U.S. District Judge for a district of the United States. Tell me if this isn't sad, and yet another example of the woke agenda of pushing identity politics over merit. This clip, trust me, will speak for itself. Thank you, Mr. Chairman, and congratulations uh, to all of you. Um, judge, on the far end, uh, tell, tell me what Article 5 of the Constitution does. Article 5 is not coming to mind at the moment. As you can see, Senator Kennedy of Louisiana is not amused. Doesn't know what Article 5 is. Now look, I'll be honest, I'm not a judge. I was like, Article 5, I think that has something to do with amending the Constitution, but I wasn't sure, so I had to go look it up. Now, I know that because I'm in the news every day and that's come up in discussion. And I think it's probably all right if maybe the average citizen doesn't know instant recall what Article 5 is. But someone who's going to sit as a district judge should probably know that. So then he gives her a second question, which I think is an even easier question having to do with the articles of the Constitution. Okay. How about Article 2? Neither is Article 2. Okay. Nor does she know Article 2, which... In my book, I think is a little bit even easier than Article 5. Now, hold on a second, folks. I was educated in the public school system coming from a working class family. And I'm talking about PS86 in the Bronx, in the New York School District. Then we moved to LA in the LA Unified School District. And then later uh, in smaller school districts in California. 
And I remember learning years ago, I mean, a, a few decades ago now, that when we had the Constitution, that the first articles corresponded with the three branches of government. Now, it's okay if she would have said, oh, Article 2, I don't remember if it has to do with the legislative, the judicial, or the uh, executive branch, but she should have known that Articles 1, 2, and 3 had something to do with the three different branches of government. That was basic civics that I learned in high school and in junior high, and I even think in Mr. Brown's third grade class on government at PS86 in the Bronx as a kid. And this woman has been nominated by Joe Biden to be a district judge. Once again, Joe Biden doesn't care, or the people who pull the strings for Joe Biden don't care about merit and people being good judges. It's all about getting women of color on the bench. And that doesn't help us at all. A total head-scratcher indeed, Senator Kennedy. Do you know what purposivism is? Um, in my 12 years as an assistant attorney general huh? and my nine years serving as a judge, I was not faced with that precise question. Um, we are the highest trial court in Washington state, so I'm frequently faced with um, issues that I'm not familiar with, and I thoroughly review the law, our research, and apply the law to the facts presented to me. Well, you're going to be faced with it as a, if you're confirmed. I can assure you of that. Um. That last part is the kicker. She says, oh, I don't know the law, but I investigate and what have you. And she didn't know the legal term for applying a law's purpose to your rulings. Wow, that, that is scary. Had she actually listened to the word, she would have heard the word purpose in there and should have been able to figure it out or at least trigger the memory of what that word is about. But anyway, folks, this is just like embarrassing. Three tries and she strikes out on all three. And that is who Joe Biden put up not just once, but twice because we have a new Senate. And so this is the, that, that Senate hearing uh, committee, Judiciary Committee hearing uh, last Friday. But see, all the Marxists, all these treasonous, traitorous, rat bastards want are not people who know the Constitution and interpret the Constitution. I mean, how can she uphold it if she doesn't even know it? Isn't that scary? How did she get this far? That's scary. But what these are, folks, are puppets. These are minions that are supposed to do what they're told to do. And we got a perfect example of that right here uh, in the latest when it comes uh, to FTX. And I'm talking about this. Sam Bankman-Fried was accused of tampering with witnesses by the corrupt DOJ. Okay? Tampering with witnesses, if you were a Trump supporter or a Republican, would mean automatic jail. But since Sam Bankman-Fried gave millions of dollars to Joe Biden and to other Democrats, according to the new owner of Twitter, Elon Musk, the dollar amount that SBF and FTX gave Democrats is a billion or more. The DOJ filed a request with the court after discovering that Sam Bankman-Fried was tampering with witnesses. And this is what the DOJ did. They just requested that the court let him know that he can't do that. Bob Bishop, forensic investigator, reports, Sam Bankman-Fried is involved with witness tampering. DOJ requested his bail bond term be tightened to include the terms of not contacting former employees and prohibited from encrypting messaging. <laughs> 
In other words, he's getting a slap on the wrist and told not to do that, and that's it. That's it, folks. That's all, and they just want the the, the bail to be stricter to let him know that he can't do illegal things. My goodness gracious, can you say that there are two standards of justice in America? One for the Democrats and the Marxists and the deep state, and the one for the rest of us and Mark Houck, where the full brunt of the American government comes after you for wrong think or being on the wrong side or opposing their agenda. Absolute lunacy. Okay, folks, the war continues and it is getting hotter and hotter over in the Ukraine, in the uh, Ukraine-Russia conflict. We've got insiders saying that there is no end game, that this is pushing us closer to World War III. Now, what I find very interesting is this truth from President Trump on Truth Social, where he replies to a not-so-recent opinion by the great Jordan Peterson about President Trump and his work for peace, peaceful solutions, and no more war and conflict, talking about the Abrahamic Accords that took place during President Trump's first term over in the Middle East. President Obama received a Nobel Prize for doing nothing but winning a presidential election while being black, to put it bluntly. And I think he knew it, although he cravenly accepted the prize anyway. Trump and his team and all the people from the Middle East involved in the Abraham Accords received almost no legacy press attention, certainly none that was positive, and certainly no Nobel Prize, even though what they managed was clearly the most significant advance on the peace front in that embattled region since World War II, at minimum. And then you have President Trump saying here, such a great compliment and honor from Jordan Peterson. Thank you. No, President Trump, we thank you for not getting us in any more conflicts and unnecessary, unending wars. Folks, if you liked uh, my reporting here, please, all I ask that you do is hit the like button. Just uh, go and hit the like button. Put your comment down below. Subscribe if you haven't subscribed yet and give us your thoughts, your interaction, your engagement with my episodes helps me with the YouTube algorithm, which we're trying to figure out. There's been some changes here. And let me know if you like what we're doing today. I'm not saying we're always going to do it, but give me your feedback. Instead of having two longer reports, having two or three shorter reports uh, per day, we're just, like I said, playing around with the format. Don't forget, though, that we do have another sister channel on here on YouTube called the BCP Report, in which Juniorette, my daughter, reports the news with no commentary. And, of course, we have our show, BCP Unfiltered, which you can catch either on bcpextras.com or you can catch it um, at therealbcp.com in video format. You can also catch it on Spotify on video format. And all of our episodes of Open Source News are available on our wherever our, our podcast is, which is Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify on video and audio. Uh, Also, we're on Audible, Amazon, and iHeartRadio. 
So thanks for your support, folks. We'll be back uh, probably later tonight, maybe even a midnight show. I don't know yet, but if you hit the like, share, and subscribe, you'll know when our next video drops. Until then, ciao, goodbye. God bless.